Do you want to bring balance to all the wireless radiation fields in your life, including 5G? The Omnia Radiation Balancer is a small sticker you can stick on any device. It changes the state of the field and creates a new resonance between the wireless radiation and your energy field. On the link below you'll see all our testing results that show how the body responds excellently once you've made this change in your life. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. It's easy to bring balance back to your body with the Omnia Radiation Balancer. All right, guys, welcome back. How's it going tonight? A few things before we get started. Um, we've been, uh, get, people have been reaching out asking us where else they can find us because uh, we were removed from Spotify for reasons that they won't disclose, but uh, we didn't realize how many listeners we actually had on Spotify. People were reaching out like, well, where else can we find you? So just to give you guys a heads up, we are available on also on Rumble, uh, Foxhole, Pill.net, um, what else Aaron? iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean. Um, am I missing any? I know there's more, right, Aaron? Um, BitChute also. BitChute, yeah. Um, either way, there's just give you guys a heads up of uh, places you can find us. And also we're on Telegram, Facebook, Instagram, if you guys want to follow us on social media, uh, for those who don't already do that. Um, promo codes for our lovely products that uh we have uh, a hopewell farm cbd if you guys are looking to try a new cbd oil i highly recommend trying hopewell farm uh they have just about as much thc as as legally possible in their cbd but it's really good stuff it's my favorite and you can get 10 percent off of that with promo code journey to truth 10 that link is below you guys just saw the Omnia commercial, 10% off that with promo code TRUTH, all caps. And then all of our Teespring merchandise is 15% off with promo code CGI Joe. And we just uploaded a new shirt for our new conference that we are hosting next spring, the Secret Space Conference, May 2nd through the 5th in Grafton, Illinois. We have not um, announced any details yet, but those are coming soon, so stay tuned. But you can uh, get on our Teespring and purchase that T-shirt if you wish. All right. Uh, that being said, welcome to the show, Suzanne. Tonight, we're joined by Suzanne Spooner. Guys, if you don't know who she is, she's a QHHT practitioner. We actually found, discovered her um, through Mark Demisio. We had him on. Mark, You guys know him as Mark D. We had him on, uh, I, I guess, a month or so ago. And uh, Suzanne's been working with him, helping him retrieve his memories. So through talking to Mark, we discovered Suzanne and now here she is. And we're going to get into some really interesting stuff today. Um, how's it going over there, Suzanne? It's going really well. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Been looking forward Great to day, this. Man. Been looking forward to this. And uh, I guess just for 
um, our audience and the people who aren't aware of who you are, can you just give us a brief background on how you found yourself getting into this stuff and, you know, where it's taken you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a QHHT level three practitioner. Um, QHHT is quantum healing hypnosis technique. It was created by the late, great Dolores Cannon, who spent decades in the hypnosis world. Um, she perfected this technique. It's, it's amazing. It's life-changing and um, and it's a great honor to carry on her work. I um, learned how to do this about 10 years ago and just took off running with it. I ended up assisting Dolores and her daughter, Julia. When Dolores transitioned, um, I took over with Julia teaching. We went all around the world um, until COVID. And uh, I'm also the director of the QHHT Global Forum of Practitioners, which is a wonderful community. And um, I see clients every week. So I'm very busy with what I do and uh, love to be sharing the information that, that I find. Yeah. And it's also interesting that Dolores is from St. Louis where we're from. Yeah, so, she was. Yeah. <laughs> and I happen to know a practitioner here who was also personally trained by Dolores and I've had a session with her and it's uh, it really is different having a session in person. I've had about five, uh, Ther regression therapy sessions, you know, whether it's QHHT or whatever the person wants to call it. I've had about five of them now and two of them are in, were in person. And the one, the one in particular with this woman I'm talking about now might have been one of the most powerful ones. Just, and I don't know, do, do you do remotely or is it all in your, in, in person? No, I only do in person. Dolores was really, um, uh, set that this needed to be one-on-one -on -one. and, you know, through COVID and all that, you know, there's been a lot to be, you know, I'm sure there's, there are some that are doing it remotely, but, you know, I will tell you this, um, there is nothing like being one-on-one -on -one with somebody and sharing that space and that energy. People open up more. Um, the practitioner can read the client easier as far as, you know, facial expressions and, and things like that. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like, this is great. You know, it's nice to be able to through a screen, be connected to you both and to your audience. But, you know, if we were sitting together in a coffee shop, it would be even better because we're literally sharing that energy together. And um, this work is just very deep and transformational and personal. And um, on top of technology issues that can come up in a session, if you're doing it remotely, um, it just, it's a very sacred time I view it as, and I want my clients to get the very best that they can. And as far as I can determine in all of my experience, it's best one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I don't disagree. I've had the remote sessions that have been just as beautiful as well, you know, and I'm, we're not knocking anybody who does that because right. again, especially with these times, like it's not easy, you know, it's not right. easy. And travel is kind of out of the question that sometimes somebody wants to see you from the other side of the world, you know, and they don't really have that option. So um, right. it's all, all of the above is good. Just it's you right, know, depending right. on what you need. Um, so, okay, let's get into the fun stuff. So where has this, what, what has doing these sessions, where has, how, how should I word this? So with doing these sessions, where has this taken you as far as your journey, your awakening, 
um, your beliefs. Uh, I'm, you know, did you, did you start this with the awareness of a secret space program or did that come through your clients? You know, how, how did this look for you? Okay. Well, that, okay. So that's a couple of them right there. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's, let's go backwards forwards. Um, as far as the secret space programs go, um, you know, I've had Mark, uh, Mark was my client over five years. Um, when I first met him, you know, I wasn't, I was, I, I knew about them. Um, I'd had a few clients in different ways that had been associated with that situation. Um, not like Mark had. So with that, I was kind of learning as I was going with him and, and, you know, as, as you know, he's such a, he is such a humble and honest person. And when he reached out to me and he had this confusion and this time missing, and, you know, I just, I wanted to help him. Um, you know, when I go into any session, when people have ideas of things that have happened to them, you know, in my head, I'm thinking it could have happened. It might not have happened. And it can be different than what they remember. And my goal is to help them uncover the truth. Um, so he and our association and the three sessions that we have done and the connection that we continue in between sessions has taught me a lot. Um, so I really appreciate that. And what I've learned in, in my almost 10 years of doing this is that everything is possible. Um, you know, when I began this, um, I, I hope then as I am now, I was just this wide open sponge of learning about all these different lifetimes and, and possibilities and timelines and realities. And um, every session, I learned something new about it. Now, one of my most favorite parts of my job is I get to sit with the parts of the clients that know everything that we sometimes call the subconscious or the high self. So typically, they're first going to see a lifetime, a past, future, simultaneous. It can be all of that. Um, that lifetime is picked by their, I'll call it the high self, to help them understand something in their life more deeply, um, give clarity. And then we do the segue over to that part of them, the high self, it's them, um, just this part of us that knows everything that our society purposely doesn't teach us about, um, that knows everything. And from there, we start asking questions that the client has come into the session with. And um, this is what I think um, I'm good at is that I'm really great at asking questions. And I want to get deeper, deeper, deeper knowledge for them because we're recording it for them to be able to listen to you time and time again to help them uncover more about their truth. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like I go to school every session I give because I get to have these great conversations with the high cells and ask them about any topic under the sun. And um, it, it's it's pretty fascinating, the information that I've received over all these years. Yeah, and I do want to get into some of that information, especially the stuff that's coming through in current times. But before we get there, um, something that I actually intrigues me the most is the idea of screen memories. Uh, when people are going back in, into their memories, such as Mark and other people, um, I know um, sometimes the first place we go, we tend to go, is not actually a memory, but it's a screen memory covering the actual event. 
And this can become confusing because now you have people who are going to this place thinking that this may have happened to them when it may not have. And how do you, so how do you get past that screen memory and how do you know if it's a screen memory? That's a really good question. You know, I think, you know, if you're talking about, say someone has a memory of something that has happened to them, or they know that they had missing time and they know what was happening right before that missing time occurred. Um, our left analytical minds like to try to analyze the heck out of it. And I think that's where things get a little wonky because it, because we'll tend to wrap a little fear into it. And, you know, we might um, not remember that as clearly as it happened. Um, so we're kind of polluting that, that memory a bit with fear. Um, so when you help somebody to get into that nice relaxed state of hypnosis and you move past that left side of the brain um, to this right side, which holds all the knowledge, you just start asking the questions. And it's really interesting because sometimes that part of them will say, well, they remember that right. They, they don't remember that right, you know, but we, we get beyond that fear so that we can get to the truth of it. And, you know, for each person, it can be different. But um, I think the screen memories are more um, what we hold on to, to um, not let go of what happened, to try and figure it out. It's just that, you know, in our society, we've been taught to wrap some fear around that. And it, that can make that memory kind of wonky. Yeah. Dive in. Yeah, it's confusing, to be honest, because you know, we hear from some of these guys, like some of these screen memories are not from ourselves, but they're implanted by these, by these programs. So you can't actually know what happened. And you just go back to this one place and it's like a false memory or something. Um, you know, that's what I'm interested in getting past, you know, how do we know what's implanted and what's not? It's, I mean, you might not have the answer to that, but it's something I think about, you know. Can I give you a really cool example? Please. So I have a client. She's amazing. Um, I can't say what her job was. Um, this session is out, by the way. Um, um, it's the, I think it's called the alien invasion. We don't recall or something like that. It's, it's within the last year. And in her job, um, she came back from this job with three different timelines. And one of her questions in her session was, which one of these timelines is right during this period or are none of them right? And um, it was really interesting. I mean, it was a real wide range of memories on these three timelines. And so when we got her in, we, it, it was amazing. We, it was the most fantastical timeline um, of the three, but there was so much more information that we were able to uncover once she was in that deep relaxed state. So, um, and she, and she was, um, the recipient of um, more than one mind wipe. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing what we can hold on to when um, it's being encouraged for us not to remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> it's definitely confusing. Um, but thank you. That is a good example. Um, so, you know, what, what happens now is you have people like, Mark, so I keep using him as an example, just because I know you work with him. 
Um, but you recover these memories now. You retrieve these memories, and now you have a form of PTSD. Uh, for, and if you were tortured or whatever may have happened, um, how how are you coping with this now? How is, are you know what kind of tools do we have that be, these people can actually heal from this stuff now? Because right. that's kind of the whole purpose sometimes that we even remember in the first place is so we can heal it. Right. So there's a couple ways I'd like to answer that. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, if, if folks are having these memories and they decide to use hypnosis as a tool to retrieve them, um, in, in best case scenario, the practitioner doesn't lead, you know, doesn't take them down the, the journey that the practitioner thinks they should go down um, because that can, that can be harmful. Um, you want to make sure that, that the questions are very open-ended um, so that the client can tell their story through their words. Um, then afterwards, you know, with, with Mark, he's a real, he's a beautiful ex, um, example in that um, because this high self part of us loves us unconditionally and will only give us what we're ready to receive, you know, at the, I think it was the end of his first session, um, you know, I was trying to, to get as much information for him as possible, but his high self finally said, you know, we've got to stop. You can't handle it anymore. Um, and, you know, when, when I get that, I, I understand there we've, we've hit the limit and um, back up. Now, Mark was just exceptional because he took what he gave himself in that session and used it to keep uncovering. Some people might just shut down and say that was too much and I can't do it. Now, I know with this work, they only receive what they can handle. Mm -hmm. um, I, I truly believe that. I can't say that about all different types of hypnosis. I only know this one um, very, very well, but I trust that. And when he was ready, he wanted to come back in again. Typically, we don't do that. Typically, you know, people just come in for one session. But, I, you know, sometimes that's a great thing to do is, you know, after some time has evolved and they've had time to percolate on what they gave themselves, let's see if there's more that we can get. And that's how Mark has just done this fabulous job over these three sessions and in between, even up till recently, I just talked to him this weekend and he's, he's uncovering more memories. So it's, it's a process. And I think people just need to be really um, gentle with themselves with the information and stay grounded with their life where they're at and not take it too fast. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Exactly. Don't take it too fast. And sometimes, like I said, we're not ready for it. And Mark wouldn't have been pursuing it if so on some level, he didn't think he was ready for it. You know, he did it because exactly. he knew. Aaron, do you remember what episode that was? What number? Mark? Um, it was Mark. Yeah. I do not. Um, somewhere in the 120s, maybe. Um, yeah. If you think if you could find it was, that. Was um, it like a couple months ago? Yeah. Just for, the, ago? just for the people listening, if they wanted to go back and listen to um, his episode with us, that was actually his first time coming forward um publicly so it was really i mean if you guys want to see you know what that looks like from somebody um who finally uh gets the courage gets enough courage to come forward and and share their story like that um it's a really it's a really powerful episode yeah warning it is very it gets very dark yeah it can be triggering probably to some people but it's it's very powerful yeah exactly so, yeah um 
<clears throat> okay. So let's get into the fun stuff. What kind of information is coming in about like the current times right now, all down to the, the, the virus, the jab, um, a future outlook, whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's one of the coolest parts of my job is I, you know, over all these years, they've been talking about this current time that we're in. We just didn't, you know, because we hadn't been there yet. We didn't know exactly what they were sharing with us, but um, you know, it's all, they say it's a part of the great awakening. Um, we're creating everything that's going on. Um, so the chaos that we see on the outside, they say, is the chaos that we're feeling on the inside. We're just reflecting it out. So you can kind of see where we're all at with, with everything. Um, they say um, currently the questions that have been coming in give the answers that um, about the events that are going on is that um, it's going to not get better. It's going to get worse for a while. Um, the latest I've had over the last few weeks is that it's going to last for a couple of months. So I would assume going fall into spring, um, it's going to look pretty, um, pretty weird. Mm -hmm. And what they're saying though, is, um, if we can just stay centered, you know, know that everything's playing out the way it's supposed to. And that's what they say. Everything's on, on track. Um, nothing has gone haywire. Um, but what is happening is helping wake people up and um, for as crazy as it gets, that's how crazy it needed to be in order to do that. Um, as far as the jab goes, they're saying, um, I would say almost unanimously when that question comes in, the highest cells say that it's um, not beneficial, mm -hmm. um, that even the people that were uh, putting the ingredients in it weren't necessarily aware of how bad it was going to be for the people receiving it. Um, although there are, you know, obviously some who knew exactly what they were doing with it. Um, most importantly, they're saying if you've had it, um, if you've had it and are regretful that, um, or if you have, you feel like you have to have it in order to um, live your life. Um, there are ways to transmute it. That's really important to understand that we have the power within us to do this. Yes. And I'm sure people are going to want to know what that is or how they can do that. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, they, you know, part of the, one of the many cool aspects of QHHT is um, folks will come in with questions about their body and health. And so we spend a portion of that time with the high self going through the body and asking questions about this. And this is where this usually comes out. Um, now, what they'll say about any illness that we create is um, our thoughts, our beliefs, and our experiences create disharmony within the body. And all we are is energy in these unique, dense forms. And um, as energy, we create it. As energy, we can heal it. And that's what happens in these sessions. It's just normal for people to heal themselves of anything, but our heads have to stay on track with the new ways of thinking, doing, and believing in order to hold that healing. It's not a magic wand. Um, so um, as we were talking before we started recording this, uh, one of these last sessions I gave, it's the last session I put out um, it's, uh, an Oracle, uh, an Oracle's in the, in the um, title insights from past and current, I think it was. Um, she gives very detailed information about how to um, transmute any medicine that goes into us. 
Um, she gives, actually, I was thinking about this. We didn't mention this. She literally gives a script um, about um, instituting this green healing light going into the body. And um, on one of my Facebook groups, somebody today just like typed it all up. just like, just right there. I'll send it to you. Um, but it's in that session. I want to say, if you want to like, if you want to get to that session on my YouTube channel, it's somewhere between an hour and 25 minutes and an hour and 35 minutes of that Oracle session where that's discussed. And we'll uh, remind me afterwards and I'll put that link in below so people okay. can just find it because yeah. I might, I'm going to, I mean, I haven't gotten the jab, but I'm, I'm curious because I want to know so we can like let people know like this, it's not all hope isn't lost, you know? Right. All hope is not lost at all, but it's really important that we stay focused on that. We're, that we're healed. Not that, Oh gosh, I hope that worked. You know, there's a big difference there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Exactly. So, okay. Going back into this information coming, coming in now. Um, I remember, I don't know if it came through one of Mark's sessions or something talking about, um, you know, we, we talk about like, new earth and 5d and the split and like by by the election and then the jab is like a test and it's a choice being made like if you if you choose to do vote for this person and if you choose to get this jab you're choosing one timeline and it's like a subconscious choice on which which timeline we're choosing the 3d timeline or the 5d timeline does that align with what you're hearing from other people to a degree. I mean, I think there's still um, time for people to change. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, heck, I you want to so go too. into fear and just have that whole fear experience. You can jump the, the track and get over. I don't think many of us are going to do that. But, um, you know, I think the hope is waking up as many as possible. And um, for some, it's, I mean, the world is shook up right now and it's going to probably increase. So, um, unfortunately for us humans that have dealt with, um, duality for a long, long time, um, that's what shakes us up. That's what helps us see more clearly. Um, so I, I totally agree with the, with the train going down two different tracks and which one are you on? And, it, you know, and the kind of, you know, when you see things the way we do, it's so interesting to see whoa, you know, wow, you know, I really thought they'd be on this one, but they're over on that one. And that's okay. I mean, and, he, and here's what I truly mean with all of my heart, no judgment, you know, those that are choosing to be in fear or, you know, they just love the vaccine. They love Dr. Fauci, you know, that's their soul's path. You know, they are learning what they need to learn for them. Um, you know, it's just, that it's so obvious right now. <laughs> where most people are. Um, and when you can kind of detach a little bit and take a look, it's, um, it's more um, interesting than fearful. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I think people still have a choice. Like I agree, because some people some of us are being forced into it against our will, you know, I guess you always have a choice. But sometimes mm -hmm. it's not that easy. You never know the circumstance is different for every single individual. And we can all yeah. say, I'll never get it, but you, the, you know, the, we all have a breaking point also, and you never know what situation you might find yourself in to where it might seem like the better option to get it. And in that case, we need to know what we can do to transmute it and, and not have to think, oh shit, it's over, you know, um, right. because that's just not the way it should be. 
obviously. So when well, and it's it's kind ahead. of fun too to think that, you know, okay, so let's just say that the intention was uh, malintent with with the shots, but that if we can turn it around and make it something super great, you know, like you know, take yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's true. Well, well, it's super great anyway, because it's like you said, it's waking people up. It's it's this catalyst for change and growth and waking people up. And uh, it's kind of like forcing people to th think and like the people that are ready to wake up, you know, it's kind of like it's like this big catalyst to get them to make that jump or to start thinking for themselves and be like, wait, what do I believe? This is what's being oh, told yeah. to me by the media and everyone else. I mean, oh, you need to get it. Where... It's good. It's going to protect you. But what? It, what is it really? And it starts them on that journey of like finding truth for themselves. You know, absolutely. I mean, I think where we were, a lot of us were at, you know, in late 2020, we are has, you know, we we're just will hamsters on the wheel, and you know, just getting through yeah. life, and you know, it 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 took that to to open a lot of people up, and I think that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, it is exciting, but, you know, we're not, you know, I know a lot of people but, are going through some stuff right now. So we're not saying like, it's exciting right. that people are suffering. <laughs> yeah, no, I no. Don't yeah. Wanna, I but obviously, yeah, there's, it's hard, you know, it's, a, it's like a, it's a massive, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a seemingly negative thing. Obviously it's, it's hard. It's people are, some people are in fear. Um, but then it's like, well, it also gets you to face face your fears and face uh, all those things and like, well, what what's do you prioritize comfort and um, what people think of you over what you know is best for you or your own sovereignty? Yeah, it gets well you said. on that track, you know. Yeah, I yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, it's all about you know disarming the ego and you know what you're really yeah. here, what you're really here for. I think um, so. It's, you said things are probably going to look worse before they get better, um, which I can't disagree with, because if you really pay attention to like, there's an order of operations here. And if we want to see, you know, a positive shift, certain things have to happen and it's not going to be pretty. And it's kind of like across the board, even through other channelers and other information. I, I like to listen to it all, just keep an open mind, but that's kind of across the board. It's like, be ready for some rough times in the in the near future here. So um, I don't know what that's actually going to look like. And we don't try to push doom and gloom and fear and all that stuff. Um, and I say this all the time. It's not about what's necessarily going on in the world, but it's how we respond to it, you know, and it's up to exactly. us to stay positive and, and hold that stance hold our stance our positive stance throughout this and be that anchor of light for the people who are around around us for the people around us who may not be as strong so if you you know if any of us have the ability to do that that's what we should be doing right now because so many people reach out like what can we do right now like everybody feels like they're just waiting like what can we do in the meantime and i said somebody messaged me the other day i was like keep keep creating music keep healing people just keep doing what you're doing right now and um and she was like do you think our collective consciousness could like change the outcome and i said absolutely like it can if we all just know that we're gonna do defeat this and and pull through and enter this like 
brighter future, then it's going to happen. You know, you create your own reality. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So was there any, like any specific information? Sorry, I'm just trying to get stuff out of you. Is there any specific <laughs> information that was come, coming through about these, these times? Like, I know it's scary to share like dates and stuff, but. Yeah, they, you know, they usually don't because we're changing it all the time with our collective, right? And I think that's yep. why, you know, you know, back when I started, they're, they're like, okay, buckle up. It's going to get really weird, you know, down the road and this in this great awakening, you know, and I, I was thinking, oh gosh, like earthquakes and volcanoes and, you know, things like that. And like, holy heck, I did not think it was going to be, you know, a, a virus and <laughs> yeah. presidential election gone weird and all that. So um, specifically, I mean, there's a lot of questions about President Trump. And do you want me to go there? Or yeah, no? yeah, actually, yeah. I do. I would love Absolutely. to hear that. Yeah. Well, um, in um, almost every one, they will say that either he's still in power, or that he will be back. Um, just the most recent one I said, uh, or I did uh, the session, um, she was, she said, it's looking like maybe he won't be. So, you know, it, I, I give this information, but, you know, truly in all hypnosis, you're dealing with both the left and the right side of the brain. And sometimes that left side can come up with her own opinions. So, you know, it, it's, there's always a little room there. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, I really feel hopeful for where we're headed. You know, I think as we've heard many times through this, this crazy era, everything has to kind of crash to get rebuilt. And I think yeah. we're just in the midst of everything coming down. And it, it's, you know, yeah. I have a, a dear client um, who's just an amazing intuitive on her own. Um, she's the, um, there's a series of sessions that we've done. I think we've done three that are out on, on my YouTube. Um, she's, um, it's not her high self that comes through. It's, she calls herself the designer of our reality simulations. The architect. So like, yeah. So, you know, like Mark with her, I, you know, I had to try to understand the information she was giving to ask questions and it was pretty mind boggling, but she and I were talking just a couple of weeks ago and she's receiving a lot of amazing information. And she said, you know, they, you know, the, the designer, whomever are just saying, you know, it's time to step up. You know, we light workers. She says, you know, some of us are just like sitting around waiting for the ships to come down and pick us up, you know, and like, oh, we just have a ride up, you know, and, and now we're in 5D and it's great. And they're like, no, you know, you were put on this planet to do some big work, you know, stop being lazy, get out and do what you're here to do. And um, I think that was a little bit of a wake up call. You know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you feel you're called to do to help, you know, if it's write music or play music or talk to your neighbor or, um, you know, stand in your truth. Um, this is the time to be doing it. You need to put action behind what yeah. your purpose is. And one thing's for sure is spiritual advancement doesn't just get handed to you. Like you have to work for it. And that's why we're here. You know, there's karma from past lives that we have to pay off and do. There's lessons to be learned and there's where there's a mission and whatever that mission is, it looks different for each person. And sometimes like we just recently discussed, Aaron, it's just about being you and being here in general. And mm -hmm. obviously it's just being here is affecting. Yeah. Yep. 
And obviously, you know, we don't just want to sit here and just be, we want to assist. So anything you're doing towards the positive timeline is your mission. And, and obviously it's going to look more specific for some people. Some people know and remember why they're here. Other people don't, but it's that like Dolores Cannon says, what good is a test if you know the answers? So, um, I forget where I was going with that whole rant. Um, oh, but I, I do want to go back to, uh, oh, that's where I was going. The spiritual advancement doesn't just get handed to us. You know, we, we're all here. To, we're all here growing. Yeah. And spiritual growth comes through struggle and adversity. I mean, mostly. Yeah. So think of it as it's a blessing. If you think of it that way, you know, it's like. Yeah. And if you can get to the point where you can think of it as a blessing that shows where you're at spiritually alone, you know, because um, there's obviously many people that aren't at that level on the planet and things like this cause fear and they, they want to run from it. And that's it. You know, it's like, how do I escape this? How do I fight or how, how can we yeah. just fix this as soon as possible and, and then get back to normal, <laughs> get back to what's comfortable and safe, you know, but yeah. really it's about like, transformation through this process exactly when, yeah it's like the yeah. shittier life you've had the the more growth you're doing i mean the, seriously like yeah. some of the some of the people going through the hardest times you know and it, it's up to them because it is what you make of it right it can be a teacher or you can just let it beat you down but if you let it be your teacher and you look back in your whole life, you could say, man, I had a really shitty life. Or you could say, thank God I went through all that because I would never be the person I am today if none of that happened. Exactly. And that's where a lot of us are right now. And there's wisdom that comes from that that cannot be taught to anyone. Yep. And you take that wisdom and then you help the people around you and you can give them advice, you know, and are they going to take it or not? It, it, it doesn't matter. You know, sometimes something your parent told you when you're 10 years old they're beating into your brain. It didn't make sense until you were 30. I'm like, oh, now I know why they were telling me that. You still when planted, they're ready, it'll you still yeah. planted the seed. Yeah. Plant seeds. Yep. Exactly. So going back to the, uh, Trump, <laughs> just because there's a lot of, I, I was just wondering if any information came through on like who he is as far as uh, a white hat or or a black hat or whatever. There's people that say he's, he's no better than he's no better than the rest of them. He's a reptilian and he's a Zionist and blah, 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 blah. And there's a lot of confusion there. I know we shouldn't be looking for an external savior like that, but it just, I'm very curious to see if any of that information came through. Yeah. You know, really the most interesting of that information came through in a session almost immediately after the election in 2016. And, um, I, literally days. This is on the session happened on 11 11, uh, 2016 at 11 a.m. It's just too many yes. 11s to, to forget that one. And, so um, you know, so it was days after um, when the client came in, he and I did not discuss the election at all. Um, no questions about it, no discussion about it. We just did a session. But towards the end of the session, and this clip is on the YouTube too, it's a real funny one because it gets, it's, gets comments still constantly, um, he starts talking about Trump. And um, he's, you know, at that time, he says, you know, he is an ascended master, but he's also a human. And he's going to have to decide, does he rule from his ego or does he rule from his high self? And there's going to be a lot of people that are trying to help both sides of that. 
And it's going to be ultimately what he decides to do, which is going to help the outcome, but that he was here to help um, um, change everything. You know, that's, that's his role. And it, he may not, if, through time, it's said that he may not be the one that finishes the job, but he's definitely the one that's, that's making it very apparent to most of us what has been happening in the past that no longer needs to be there. Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's well put, and that makes sense because, like we know, not everyone's perfect. We're all human, whatever. And there's ego. Everybody has ego. You know, everybody has ego, and some people it's more prominent than others. So, and we've seen it come from Trump. We've seen it come from him. Um, so it's it'd be curious to see what things look like going forward. But it's good to hear that you know that I, I believe that too that he's some sort of ascended master you know people have looked at him and seen like a christ light around him stuff like that um i know like whenever they first moved into the white house they smudged it because there was all these satanic relics and all this dark energy there and they had that's the first thing they had to do and we we wouldn't be hearing about that if it was another president you know somebody yeah. else wouldn't come in and do that so uh, and i think melania was behind that I, I don't even remember where i read that but i remember reading something along those lines but I definitely think that that's the case. And obviously he's not the only person there, and there's going to be all of us. It's going to be all of us. Eventually it could be all of us right now that actually start doing what he's doing. You know, we're just not in, in politics, but thank God we're not <laughs> because, you know, will we really want to live that lifestyle. Well, I think that, you know, that gets back to that message um, that, you know, we have to start living our purpose and doing what we're here to do. Um, and not sitting back on our laurels and waiting for it to happen for us, we can all um, help in, in our own way and, and raise that vibration and frequency to make that shift. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, exactly. Changing it up again. So I'm sure you have all kinds of clients come in who are experiencers, um, abductees, SSP people, people who've been in the programs, whatever it might look like. Um, what about yourself? Have, have you had experiences? <laughs> Oh, wow. Nobody has ever asked me that. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it would only make sense to me that you're drawn to this type of work. Mm -hmm. If you weren't an experience, you would almost have to be an experiencer to me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really open um, to it. Uh, one of the, I had some really cool experiences. Um, gosh. Okay. Let me pull them out of my head. Um, one of the coolest ones was um, I was asleep. Um, I woke up and I remember I was on my, my stomach and I was looking to the side and my first thought was, okay, those are ETs. Mm. <laughs> and I, and I went, Hmm. And, you know, I'm, I think I'm all cool with that, but I had sleep paralysis. I couldn't move anything. And, and I've had sleep paralysis before, but in that moment, it freaked me out. And, um, I was fighting the sleep paralysis and, I remember hearing, you're fine, just let us do this work. And, um, and, I, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I'm still, you know, I, I think I'm, I, I feel like I'm, my head is where my feet were. I mean, I feel like I've been turned around. And, um, but on my going down the center of my back, I feel it's like a, like a, like a sewing machine going down, you know, like a tapping. And, um, and I remember thinking, well, that's really weird. I hope that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so uh, interesting. When yeah. did that? When did that happen? Just uh, it was probably just about a year ago. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So, so now one of the things that I do is I channel. Um, I have my own process. On it's called the Art of Universal Knowing, or the acronyms Talk T A U K. So after that, of course, I, I start to use that process to find out what in the heck just happened. And um, it was a very funny message. It was those that were there with me. And they're like, you weren't supposed to wake up, um, but you did. And, and you've always wondered, you know, what this is like. So we decided, you know, you could be aware. We didn't think you would freak out so much, but we were doing an upgrade on your DNA. And um, that was the, the punching that you were feeling in the back of your spine, all is well. Um, and, you know, as soon as it was over, I was like, dang it, you know, I wish I wouldn't have freaked out. I wish I, you know, I would have stayed home with that, you know, come back, come back, you know, I'll, I'll, I promise I'll, yeah, I'll be it's, calm. It's hindsight, <laughs> hindsight yeah. it's always better. You know, you always know what you wish you would have done. It's like Ken Rolla um, when he's like asking for the contact and he's like, we told you you'd be scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, you were right. So that, so that actually corroborates that there's something that happened to me, like exactly. I've, I just spoke about this at ESETI, but one of my experiences, I was found myself on a table and they were working on my spine. And through a session, a Reiki session that I had, the healer got a message uh, that they were basically working on my spine, upgrading me, infusing like some type of crystalline structure DNA in with my spine, basically to help us uh, evolve, you know, because our bodies aren't just going to do it on their own right now. We need some assistance and very similar to what you described. And it's, you know, this is like this, maybe you're the second person who's told me something like that also. So oh, cool. it makes me wonder if they're just doing it to all of us, you know? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you know, I, I'm sure you feel this way too. You know, all the help we can get, I'm open for, you know, because, you know, in sessions, they'll often say, you know, there's so many strips out there and we're all watching you and we're all rooting on, um, you know, and Dolores would say, you know, if you're in a physical body at this time on earth, you've got the golden ticket. Everybody wants to be here for the shift and you should be grateful for it. Not, you know, you know, damning what's going on around you. You should be very grateful to be here. Um, but, um, you know, these upgrades are, I think, essential, especially, you know, as, um, you know, people are waking up in stages. So, you know, there's going to be sleepyheads that are coming way down the road that, that those of us that are aware and, you know, got our, our bearings about us about being, you know, closer into this 5D, what that's like to help to help others, you know, that we have to, you know, put our mask on before we can help others. So this is why it's important that we, we discover our, um, our truth within us at this time. And just to clarify, you don't mean the mask for the virus. Oh, no, I mean like the, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> no. 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 no, 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 I know you didn't. I know you didn't. No, but somebody no, the, the airplane mask. Like, why, is, why is she? Oh, yeah, we'll get comments. <laughs> Yeah, you still no. get comments even after clarifying. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sorry about that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. I. Bleh. No. Oh man, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good segue. I was going to take that somewhere. Um. So, did, is there any information that comes through about actual disclosure, like ET disclosure, technology disclosure? 
I mean, this, these are questions that people ask us all the time in the comments. Why sure. didn't you ask him about this? Why didn't you ask him about this? I'm like, because we ask everybody and nobody actually knows, but if, you know, if we're here, let's, let's hear what's coming through, you know? You know, they say, um, often that, um, it's happened, you know, it's, are your eyes open to it? You know, are you, are you relying on a source of authority to tell you this, or do you know it? And I think mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's the difference between two different types of people right now. Um, you know, I guess, you know, yeah, it's nice for it to be acknowledged, but, um, but I think we all know it's, it's happening that they're here, that we are them, um, yeah. that they're among us. So, you know, I tend to go from that perspective that, I mean, I understand that there's all sorts of dimensions around us that we're in and out of, um, can feel, can be aware of, can see in some cases. Um, so I think that that announcement of disclosure in a way is limiting. And um, it's more of a, I don't want to say like a 3D way of accepting, but um, I think we have to use our internal knowing to understand any topic. And I think that's, you know, I think that's what, we're, again, we're, we're discerning better. Um, so um, I think they're here and. Um, oh, they're here. They are. Yep. Well, the whole, the whole wanting the mainstream media to, to tell us is a joke because our whole, the whole time we've been doing this show is us telling people to stop listening to the news, turn your TV off. <laughs> yeah. And then you have all these people in ufology getting mad because the news isn't telling us what we want to hear. And it's like, well, what did you, what did you really expect? You know? And then also what, what, why do we really want that disclosure? Is it because of ego? Do we want to be able to say, I told you so. And you know, to everybody to call us crazy. Yeah. That would be nice. But at the same right. time, it's also looking for, it's giving your power away to an external source. It's the same way. It's that external validation that we don't necessarily need. Because if you know, then you know, what's it matter if, you know, somebody else knows, I guess. Or, the, or they're talking about it on the news or the governments are saying, why yeah. does it matter? And, exactly. and if you want to take it a step further, um, if we're all one, like we discuss often, if we're all one, then the external source is you. So it, it has to come from you anyway. So once you get to that place of knowing, you're already affecting that in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So um, can, I sh can I share yeah. a little story with you guys? Of course, that's why you're yeah. here. <laughs> okay, so this is a fun one. Uh, so I had a couple come to have sessions. So one one day, one the other day. Um, he was really into Dolores and QHHT and got this. She couldn't care the slightest about any of it. She was, I don't even know why she came <laughs> initially. Um, but she was, um, you know, I had to rework how I said things to her because her head was not metaphysical at all. Um, she thought it was all pretty dumb. Matter of fact, um, at the end of me telling her, you know, how this is going to go down, how we're going to do this. Um, she said, well, I just want you to know that I think this is all BS. Awesome. We That's need people great. like that. We need those awesome. people. <laughs> Thank you. Those are the people that keep us going. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. And in my head, I'm going, oh my gosh, this is going to be an interesting session. Um, choosing my words carefully because I create my reality. 
And uh, so we start her session and she's just fighting it, fighting it, fighting it, doesn't want to let go. You know, I'm trying everything I can. And I'm just about to the end of my patience with, with this. And um, finally, I ask one question, one more question. And I say, you know, what do you see now? And she goes, well, I'm out in space. And I'm like, you know, I'm going, oh. really? And I said, she's, I'm, I'm in a spaceship and, you know, and I'm at the controls and, you know, and she can tell me this and she can tell me that. And um, just in, in the most minute detail, I mean, it was amazing. It was like being on the spaceship with her. And I'm like, this is so funny because she has, you know, she, she doesn't believe in any of this, you know, this is even better. And um, she was going down on a planet to monitor the development of the planet. And, you know, and I'm asking her, you know, well, how do you do that? And she is so funny you too, because, you know, of course she's laying there, her eyes are closed and, but she like scrunches her face up. Like I'm the biggest dummy ever. And she is uh, with my, uh, with my something device. And I'm like, Oh, what's, what's the something device. I can't remember the word she used. And she's like, uh, everybody has it. It's like how you track all this information and send it back. Like, duh. Like, uh, <laughs> everyone <laughs> like, knows Thank you. I haven't heard of, I haven't heard of one of those devices before. Um, you know, it, it was, just, and then we're just off and running to the races. You know, then I my head just going a hundred miles an hour with questions, trying to grab as much as I could for her, for her recording. And, uh, you know, I counted her up and she looked at me and she goes, I am God smacked. And I'm like, right, you know, right. This is it, you know? And so, you know, for people who would never entertain any of this, you know, to have an experience like that, of, I mean, she couldn't have made it up. She didn't believe in it. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to me, that's just, that's just gold. That's so fulfilling. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's even, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say it's better than for those that do believe, but um, it's well, just a joy to see people's minds blowing well, and, like that. Yeah. And it's really amazing because that's a true testimony. That's a true testimony as opposed to, I know this is a common uh, concern, complaint, whatever you want to call it from people who do, who, who do these sessions. Um, they wonder like, did I make that up? You know, mm -hmm. did I make that mm -hmm. up because of a book I read or a movie? Um, was it in my subconscious for whatever reason? But if you have somebody like that, who has never even researched the topic and doesn't even much less believe in it, getting this information, then that tells you something. And that's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of where we're at with that, you know, the making it up, that's a left brain thought. Um, it devalues, um, you know, when you're making things up, that's your imagination, your creativity, which resides on the right side. That's where the high self or the subconscious is where all this perfect information is we all have, but our society purposely doesn't teach us that we have access to it. We, you know, it's, it's a weird thing when something comes through that we just know, um, mm -hmm. because we're not taught to recognize and, and, um, um, value this inner knowing that we all have. So it, it's really, you know, that's, a, that's a thing that clients talk about is, you know, what if I just make it all up and, I'm like, just wait and get the information. You can, you know, if you feel like you have to analyze it afterwards, do it afterwards, but just let the information come through so that you got this. Through. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so beautiful because we all hold this knowledge and it's just helping us get into a relaxed enough state where we can 
easily speak that stream of thought coming in from the right side, the high self subconscious. And, you know, this type of experience, QHHT, is just such a great lesson in how you access this part of you that knows everything so that hopefully when they leave and they are listening to the recording and kind of um, cementing in this knowledge that they've given themselves when they get into their world and a challenge comes up instead of hitting the brick wall a few, three times before they decide a better route to go, they can quiet themselves down, ask what they need to know that knowing that voice, that awareness is right there. And they recognize what it was like after having the experience of the hypnosis so that they can let that part of themselves guide them instead of this wonky fear and worry side. Um, and, and bless its heart, the left side, it's, it's growing too. It's learning to let go of fear. That's why the world's looking so weird right now, because we're all dealing with fear right now and how we want to look at it. And we're coming out of dualities. We're, it's an amazing time on the planet. You know, you just, you really have to shift your perspective on this to see the, the greatness that's here. And I think this is why I get so excited about this and, and you know, I'm not diminishing people's fear at all, but when you can see where we're at with this leap in evolution that we're in, it's phenomenal. And um, when you can really get a handle on that and let go of the fear, it's amazing. And you can help others through their fear by um, sharing with what you know. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Because a lot said. of people are scared right now. They really are. People that I know, friends, family, people in the movement, um, people doing the same work we're doing. Um, some people are, are, are fear is getting the best of us, you know, and I've had my days also. And what you just said is a much needed reminder for everyone listening right now, um, because that's really why we're here. You know, we we, we share this information and, and lately it does seem like it's getting a little darker and things aren't that great. But it's it's a great reminder. Like, I feel the same way. You know, we just have to remember, remember why we're here. Remember what we're doing. And once you know, thank God we are a part of this awakening. So and we do have like some foresight into the future as far as we know that there's a this ascension timeline and that we're progressing. We're not going backwards. And this is just a result of that. Uh, everything we're seeing right now. Yeah, and exactly. it's not it's not perfect, but it's it's not if it it's not supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we're, we're a messier bunch than that. Um, that's why we're here. That's, you know, the, they say in, in sessions all the time, this is the toughest place to be because it's, it's dense and we have this whole range of emotions from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. And we learn our lessons through challenging situations in most cases. And, um, you know, that's, we picked to be here. So we might as well just make the most of it and, and help ourselves and help one another. Yeah. And if the media wants to call us a terrorist, we'll just take that title too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might as well, like no, weird world. They're going to call us that no matter what we do, you know, so instead of, you know, we'll just own it. No. Until they go, oh, wait, we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. know, maybe, maybe that day will happen. Well, they are doing it. They're saying that uh, the January 6th wasn't, wasn't, uh, organized insurrection. Now they're, they you know, they're finally backpedaling on that, you know, after it's all done and too late and whatever, but, um, that's how, that's how it's going to look. I think they're going to come up like down the road. They're going to like, Oh yeah, we were wrong about this. We were wrong about that. 
oh yeah, well, you sure freaking put the whole world into a state of crisis at the time, you know, now you're just gonna be like, oh, sorry, you know. For months and months, you, yeah. Yeah. This is what happened, this is, and then, oh, yeah, but, oh, yeah we were wrong, sorry. Yeah. Oh, shoot, I was, I was <laughs> on the wrong next page. New story. And like yeah. three people saw that, and yeah, it's like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on to the next thing, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it really is a show. We say it all the time, but I mean, it it is like watching a movie. Sometimes I think the footage we're being shown is actually staged. As far I think it's getting to that point. Uh, even the stuff, some of the stuff that's going on in Afghanistan, we can't prove it. You know, we're at a time where we're in a time where we just we just have to take people's word for it. You know, um, we well, don't that's really what know. I think it's important to go within and mm-hmm. feel. Does that feel right to you? Does it not? And it, use that as your gauge instead of what they're giving you on the screen. Exactly. Because exactly. We're, um, we can't be, we can be shown, but we can't be because i say this all the time. If a, if a UFO lands in my front yard and an alien walks out and I get 4k footage of it, 100% of people are going to say it's a hoax. If I put it online, <laughs> they're going to say it's a hoax. So we can't even be shown the truth at this point. We just have to feel and feel the truth. We have to feel what's right, you know, right. and then that's how we that's how we're even going to navigate because you have to look at this footage and look at this stuff. I'm like, nah, something's off here. And don't second guess it. Like, you know, right off the bat, like if this is you being shown something real or not, and we know things aren't adding up and our job is to connect the dots. And when we try and connect the dots, it gets confusing, but you know, it's the best we can do because we're not given the real story. Well, you know, in, in sessions that often advice is, you know, know with your heart, not with your head. Exactly. And I think that's, that's helping people get out of the fear loop. Yep. As soon as we, 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 as soon as we start overthinking it, you know, all hope is lost. Yeah. Not all hope is lost, but um, you're not doing yourself any favors and we all catch ourselves doing it. You know, sometimes we know what we should do and then we second guess it, but what if, and then next thing you know, we're in this situation and then you look back and like, damn, I should have, I knew, I knew better, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And your high self is going, we're trying, we're trying yeah. to help you guys, <laughs> but you're not good listeners. <laughs> exactly. But that's because your, your heart is connected to your soul, which is your higher self. So the true knowing is going to be in your heart, not in your head. Your head is just this kind of like utility so we can navigate this point A to point B realm, yeah. but it's not where true knowledge lies. It's not, you're not going to, you just hold things and memorizing it here, but how do you know that's true? Well, your heart is going to know and that's right. So you got to stay in your heart. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're not gonna we're not we overthink things too much, you know, and that's just you know, and just because you make a wrong decision also sometimes going against your gut and you're like, oh damn, I shouldn't have done that, doesn't mean that it was a mistake because there was something there you learned. And maybe you were supposed to make that decision, no matter how you looked at it, because there was that lesson there for you to learn. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. So don't be hard on yourself. You know, that, that's another thing. We're so hard on ourselves right now. And there's a lot of guilt and shame that comes along with this awakening. You know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're in these groups of people online, wherever. And, you know, we feel guilty about some of the things we're doing in our lives just because we see other people aren't doing it. And they're on this they're on this, they're at this place in their journey and we're in a different place in our in our journey just because we haven't kicked that habit yet but we still have this toxic thing that we're you know we just 
can't get rid of quite yet doesn't mean we're a bad person. So don't be so hard on yourself. We're all at a different stage here. And, you know, because I found myself doing that, you know, you try and just just throw everything that you knew away from that you didn't want to do anymore. That's because it's not about being perfect. It's about growth. Yeah. And and love and love. You know, we can we can accept everyone where, where we're at if we're all in that state of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, and, and plus growth. those, you know, the, the challenging things that we go through and that fear and, and such, it makes we're relatable to others and they're yeah. relatable to us because we've had similar scenarios. Um, so, I mean, I'm like obnoxiously glass half full, but it, it just, it all helps, you know, the, the crappy things really help. And, you know, that's the cool thing about QHHT is that, you know, when they come in the clients, you know, you know, almost everybody's like, gosh, I'm a really good person. And I don't know why I had to have this crappy childhood, or I had to have this happen in my life. And it doesn't make sense. And, you know, when they can get into that nice deep state and, understand the the full true higher perspective of the situation it all makes sense and it's just like you just see weight being lifted off of them because you know we're our our hardest um critic and when you can see why things happened the way they did um and understand it it it's just it's very freeing yeah well there is one you know i said earlier Everybody has an individual mission, you know, and it's different for everybody, but it's also not the overall mission for everybody, in my opinion, is to tap into your true potential as a human being. That's what we're, that's what we're here to do ultimately. And by doing that, you can do things like heal yourself, um, get through the hard times, um, get through struggles that you never thought were possible because you know your power, you know who you are and you know your potential. And I think that's something that we all need to remember because um, I have to remember sometimes too, you know, when we're going through that, that shit and uh, we think, you know, why, you know, I find myself in victim mode. Sometimes you snap out of it quick, but that's when they be like, okay, what am I worried about here? Like I have control. I have complete control over this. And then you remember who you are and you just like fill yourself with light and then flick away, whatever that is trying to, you know, fuck shit up <laughs> and then uh move on i got a i got a whole name for myself when i'm in that mode it's called snarky susie and my friends know about snarky susie and you know i'll throw a text out and you know sorry that was snarky susie you know and then i just have to get it out and then i'm like i'm back to love and light again you know mm-hmm. but that's human you know we we all have those different sides of our ourselves exactly and what did yeah. what did uh peter slattery slay aaron he's like we've we lived the 5D life on other planets. We came here. We came for this, from there. Star seeds. Yeah. We yeah. Were, we came come from for the 3D experience to, to do everything we're talking about right now. So instead of spending our time trying to get back to that 5D. Escape this and go back. Yeah. yeah instead of spending our time trying to escape, embrace it, being a human. And like he said, there's things we do, we can do in the 3D as a human that you can't do anywhere else in the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's all part of it. And I, and I always say, you know, we're going to be on another plant one day, but thinking back, man, remember on earth when we used to eat those cheeseburgers and blah, 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 you know, (laughs) Uh, and like, damn, we should have, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, just just the experience of being here um, Mm -hmm. in 3D and it's, it's different. 
even yeah. even though we perceive it as like worse or lower it's not it's just different exactly it's Thank harder you. because it's so dense but it's almost that's like that's where so much growth can happen because of that hardness and yeah and the and the not apparent connection you know to to the greater reality or to our higher selves and or each other but we can grow so much because of those experiences and and it's so unique you know too so yeah yeah no i that's a blessing i like i love how you put that it's not worse it's just different Mm -hmm. um obviously not everyone's gonna agree with that because you know it feels pretty shitty sometimes but i agree i think so i think that's right it's just different it's just different you know i think all of us can find you know beauty you know if you're having a totally crappy day you know you can be out in nature and and appreciate you know what we have on this planet so much beauty and yeah amazing is already here just about seeing it and appreciating it yeah yeah and remember to get out in nature, especially now, you know? Yes. Get out and ground yourself and talk to the trees and the animals and observe an, inse- observe an insect, whatever, a bird, your bird watch. That stuff is healing too, I think. Oh, absolutely. It's healing. You know, I'm, I find myself doing that. And next thing I know, next thing I find myself knowing the daily routine of the birds around my house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I know where this bird's going to be at this time and what, you know, it's funny. Um, but it, what does it do? It takes you out of this chaos. It takes you and lets you like, and then you start observing in the present too. Yeah. You're being in the present. You start observing the way nature is and just the infinity of it. And, you know, no matter what bombards a certain area, things always come back. You know what? It's just, it's a perfect example of how we should be living. We know. And, and I would just add to that, that the one probably most consistent piece of advice that the high self gives clients, excuse me, in sessions is to meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say that's, you know, and, you know, know, I I like to say I'm like the world's crappiest meditator and and I've had, you know, I've really worked over the years to, to get better at it. So I understand, you know, when people say I can't meditate or my mind's too busy, but they, they do say it's worth the practice, even if you can only do it a minute at a time, because they say that's how that part of you that knows everything gets through most clearly. Um, We've got to learn to quiet ourselves down and and get into that right side of the brain, um, because then that connection opens up. And especially during these challenging times, we need that connection to help guide us. And it's, it's within us, you know, it's all there. We just have to be aware of it and use it. Through meditation, we eliminate hesitation. I just made that up. (laughs) That's really good. I might have to borrow that one. It's true though. That's how, that's how we activate our bullshit meter. (laughs) And that's how we know what the truth feels like. Um, It's not just going to happen. Maybe it is because we're all elevating, but um, if you want to really hone in on that, that's what you can do, I think. Um, so where can people find you? How can they book a session? Do you have anything coming up that you want to share? Sure. Um, my website is SuzanneSpoonerQHHT.com. That's where you go to initialize uh, setting up a session with me. Uh, if you want to learn how to channel and do the um, talk class, it's just theartofuniversalknowing.com. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, um, I'm pretty quiet on Instagram. It's, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't even try that one. But um, 
Um, those are probably the easiest ways to get a hold of me. Um, my sessions are out quite a ways, so if it's too long for people, I'm, I'm happy to refer them to others that might be able to get them in sooner. And um, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. Our consciousness is amazing. It's it's better than outer space or the deep sea. You know, we hold everything within us. And I really um, would, if it, if it's calling to you to explore your own consciousness through hypnosis and, and QHHT, um, find a practitioner who resonates with you and go for it and see what you can get. Yeah, it, it's, it, I like how you put that. It's better than space or deep sea. Well, it yeah. is for one reason. You don't need to suit up and <laughs> yeah. deal with all the, you know, the environment and the hazards and the pressure and the cold. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, can, you can just go naked. Uh, uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for. Uh, well, first of all, thank you, Suzanne. Yeah, that was amazing. You. This was a fun conversation. Um, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for everything you're doing, and um, we look forward to hearing more from you, guys. Make sure you uh, check her out. Check out her website, book a session if you feel compelled to. Um, it's in person only. Um, where are you located? Did you say that? I'm in downtown Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Oh, nice. So if you're in driving distance or you feel like flying out there and, and seeing Suzanne, then, uh, you know, you'll know if you're, if you're meant to do it, you'll get the call. That's how I, that's, you know, we question, should I do it or should I not? You know, you'll find yourself just already doing it if it's meant to be. So, yeah. um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for the moderators. Thank you guys all for the beautiful comments. We get everything, um, everything that you guys are doing to support us is why we keep doing this. And, um, we just got a comment the other day. This girl um, said one of our specific episodes um, saved her life, and and oh. and she reached out to thank us. And that alone just makes <clears throat> makes it all worth it. You know, yeah. it makes it all worth it. And I don't know what she was actually actually going through. Um, she said that day the thought was going through her head, and uh, and she was even cleaning her house so she wouldn't leave a mess behind, and. She watched our episode and whatever we said, turned it around for her. So um, wow. that alone right there um, is the reason why we're going to keep doing this as long as we possibly can, because yes. it, there's no way I would have ever known that one of our stupid episodes would save someone's life. But um, anyway, I'm not trying to be a downer about that. And thank God that person pulled through. Um, but um, just just extending the thank you to everybody. That's all I'm doing. And uh, with that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Have a great night, everybody. And we will see you next time. Bye.